Welcome to the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast, a show that is dedicated to educating you on applying science-based training, nutrition, and mindset strategies from some of the top minds in the industry to help you build a leaner, stronger, and more confident self. I'm your host, Jeff Hain. Let's dive in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Mind Muscle Connection Podcast. Today is a solo episode and I have a topic that I want to dive into and that's five shoulder training tips. But before I dive into that, I just have a few ways you can help support the podcast. So first, if you could, if you have found this podcast to be helpful in any way for you um, or you've learned a lot, uh, if you could, please leave a five-star rating and review. And again, that will help more people find this podcast. Next, uh, if you uh, you can follow me on Instagram, Jeff. H-O-E-H-N underscore. And again, that's where I'm most active on social media and you can reach out to me and I uh, get back to you there um, in the quickest way. Next, uh, I have my one-on-one online coaching service. And with that, I help you lose body fat and build muscle with my strategic dieting and training methods. We look at things like your lifestyle and biofeedback to individualize your training and nutrition program to you and your specific needs. Also find that there's at least one to two bottlenecks outside of the training and nutrition protocol uh, that we figure out and these things are keeping you from seeing results. And again, this is usually something like environment, lifestyle, or just your just the mental side of things um, as well. Uh, so if you're interested in that, you can uh, find out more info in the, sh- in the show notes. Uh, you can click the link. You can also find the application. And lastly, if you follow me on Instagram, you can also reach out on there and ask me about coaching as well. So with that out of the way, let's dive into today's topic. So again, it's five shoulder training tips. Let's be honest, who doesn't want a better looking shoulders? You know, that's usually with those, you know, it, it, a good a good set of shoulders can really, one, it, it makes your arms just look more defined overall. It gives you just that more kind of like just lean look in your shoulders, but also, you know, that nice kind of 3D look, but also it can really help in terms of like, you know, a lot of times people want, they want their waist to kind of look smaller. And a lot of times, again, it's just all, usually when somebody does that, it's like usually, you know, oh, let's just do a ton of cardio. Let's do low calorie diets, you know, kind of starve ourselves, and let's just do a bunch of ab work. And that really doesn't change your body. Um, and, and again, I almost think that that kind of, you almost lose the, you, you kind of focus on one thing and you kind of forget about the big picture. And so I feel like with, with, you know, building your shoulders again, that can give you, you more of an illusion that your waist is smaller. So um, I think it's super important that, you know, you obviously train other muscle groups if you want like your waist to look smaller or look leaner and whatnot. So, um, so again, I, I, I think training your, your shoulders in the right way can really help with that. The problem is that people go about building them the wrong way. Um, the movements they do tend to focus on just the front delts and neglect the side delts. Um, so again, let's dive into how to train your shoulders so they have that 3D look to them. And again, just so they can look leaner and um, again, just give your arms just a better shape overall. So my first tip here is stop trying to grow your shoulders just from like presses, from like shoulder presses, okay? Do less shoulder pressing and more lateral raises. Um because again, shoulder presses are great, but if that's the only way you go about bringing up your shoulders, you're going to be re- leaving results on the table. And the big thing is they are much better at hitting the front delt. So this doesn't mean don't do shoulder presses at all. I think they're they're very helpful, but um, they are much better at, at hitting the front delts. Okay, and 
the thing with fret delts is those get hit a lot in any pressing movement that you do. So, so really there's two big things there. It, men typically do a lot of chest work. So when you do that, you are hitting your front delts a pretty good amount. So it's like you add in more shoulder presses. It's like you're hitting the front delts a little bit more. Um, and again, if you're trying to grow your shoulders, like, oh, I got to do more shoulders, then you do more front delt type work. And it's just like, it ends up increasing your injury risk, um, especially if you already do like a ton of just, just pressing um, in general. So Again, shoulder shoulder presses will they'll hit the medial delts a little bit, the side delts, but they're mostly going to hit the front delts, right? So I think that's where people really uh, get caught up in this is they just hit the front delts a little too much and not the, the medial delts as much as they could. Okay, so again, we want to try to reduce if you're doing a lot of shoulder pressing to build up your shoulders, dial that back a little bit. Um, what I will say on this is I personally don't do any overhead pressing in my training. But again, that just simply comes down to the fact that my coach has me, you know, we do plenty of chest work. I do some uh, anterior delt presses, which again, is basically like a high dumbbell inclined lateral, uh, not lateral raise, a high inclined dumbbell chest press or just press in general. Um, and so with this, again, you're, you're the, you know, the incline, you know, you're maybe a little bit lower, but then with this, the higher incline, you're a little bit higher up. And again, that's really going to hit those, the upper chest and, and the, the front delts a little bit more. Um, but what I'll say on that is uh, for my female clients, I do have them do less chest pressing overall. So that does kind of increase the need to do some over some, again, the high dumbbell incline press and um, some shoulder pressing as well too. But again, we just want to make sure that that's not the only way we, we go about building our shoulders. Second, add in some like sort of, I think any cable lateral raise is going to be important, but definitely add in some cable lateral raises at wrist height. So cable lateral raises where it's set at wrist height allows you to train the medial delt in the length and position where a normal dumbbell lateral raise does not allow you to uh, do that. Okay. Um, basically the toughest part of the lift is going to be at the, the top point in a dumbbell, dumbbell lateral raise. And that's that put your muscles in the shortened position there. The medial delts are in the shortened position at top, at top. So it's not bad, but again, if, and then when you get to the bottom where again, your delts are lengthened, that's, you're, you're not putting any, there's not much tension on, on the, the delts there. So again, what happens is you, you know, uh, you kind of miss out on that. You know, we, we know in the research now that training in the, in the length and position, at least where again, um, yeah, yeah training in the length and position is going to help you. Uh, it's, it's been shown to be a little bit more better for muscle growth. Um, and again, the dumbbell lateral raise doesn't allow that. Whereas the wrist, the cable lateral raise at wrist height does help with that. Okay. Um, Again, like I said, recent research has shown that the lengthened portion of the range of motion may have slightly more muscle growth um, benefits. And again, you can't do that with a regular dumbbell lateral raise. So again, first, you know, dial back the shoulder presses, do a little bit more lateral raise work. But if you can try to bias a little bit more where you, um, you know, maybe do a little bit more cable lateral raises, but specifically try to do those at uh, uh, wrist height. Um, that's a good one. And then I also like one too, where uh, you can do single arm and it's behind the back. Uh, and, and again, with that, that really gets you to be able to stretch your delt, um, there in that lengthened position. And so again, that can be a great way to, uh, add a little bit more, um, definition and muscle to your, your delt. So if you haven't been doing that, try that. Um, you know, cause again, I always used to just do lateral raises with like dumbbells. Um, and again, that's going to grow some muscle, uh, but it's not going to be, um, I think you can get a little bit more out of doing some cable. So if you have a good dual dual cable pulley system or anything like that, that's going to be uh, super helpful there.
And then if you look at my Instagram, I do have uh, a video of it. I actually, my technique kind of sucks in this one, to be completely honest with you. I could work on it a little bit more, get a little bit more in that stretch position there at the bottom. So like basically if you do end up going looking at my Instagram, um, coming a little bit further back is going to be a little bit more helpful there. It's still solid, but uh, it could be improved upon. So number, th- so again, number one is dial back shoulder presses, add in a little bit more lateral raises. Number two is add in more lateral raises on a cable machine at wrist height uh, there with that. Number three is going to be technique, improve your technique slash, slash execution. So improve your technique. One thing I have changed recently is rather than coming straight out to the side with lateral raises. So again, a lot of times what people will do is they'll come straight out to the side, um, elbows bent, you know, like, oh, hey, have your pinkies up, things like that. Um, And that seems to be not the greatest for side delt activation. And um, again, that can lead to a lot of like shoulder impingement. So what what you should work on doing is bring your arms out to the front a little bit more. Um, Think like 30 degrees, just not straight out in front, but in between straight out to the side and straight out to the front. So like in between. Um, And then rather than bending your elbows, keep them, keep them straight. Okay. And that lines up the muscle uh, with where, where it should be. Um, So again, try that, right? So more lateral raises, if you can do some wrist tight stuff on the cables, but then also too, when you're doing lateral raises, get those arms straight and then bring them forward just a little bit. I mean, again, that will help hit those, those side delts a little bit more. Um, And then for execution, train them close to failure. Too many people have poor technique or execution and end up training too far away from failure for the delts. So again, you know, if you do it this, if you're doing it this way where, you know, maybe you have pinkies up and you're going straight out to the side, arms bent, um, it's like, yeah, you're training them. Maybe you're training them hard, but again, that's not putting the delt in the greatest position there. So it's like, you might be using, um, you might not be hitting the the delt as best as you could that, that side delt. Um, so again, we want to, we want to get closer to failure. So we want to make sure we train them close to failure and then obviously improve that technique, which is going to allow you to, um, make each, each rep more effective. So number three is going to be technique and execution. Four, Train them first in your session. Uh, if you want a body part to grow, then you need to prioritize it. Um, I think too many, too many times people, uh, you know, they're like, oh, that's, that's a small muscle group. I'm not going to do that first. But if you're trying to bring it up, you know, start to train it first in your, your training sessions, you know, they're going to be fresh. Um, and so again, that's, you're going to be able to get the most, you know, effective sets and reps out of that because you're doing it when you're fresh rather than you throw it in the end of a workout. It's like, is that going to be the greatest, um, Again, maybe it's not bad, especially if you, you know, kind of are smart about how you go about your volume. But um, if you do it towards the beginning, you're going to be fresh and you'll be able to put more into it. Um, so train them first in your your session. Again, those are kind of a weird, that's like a body part that, again, people would think that you do later in a training session. But again, if you want it to grow, you need to prioritize it. So we want to do it uh, first in the training session. So next is going to be increased volume and or frequency. Um, if your shoulders aren't growing, then you can add in more volume. Um, again, by adding in more lateral raise variations, I wouldn't necessarily like, you know, throw in a bunch more shoulder press stuff like I talked about, but adding in some more lateral raise variations. But first, you know, look at the things I mentioned uh, before, before going straight into adding more sets. So like, you know, don't just go straight into, oh, hey, I'm going to add a lot more um, sets to it. You know, again, the, the things that you want to do first are, you know, dial back shoulder presses, do a little bit more lateral, maybe replace um, a little, replace some of that with lateral raise variations. Again, get those, um, try to do a little bit more lateral raises on uh, tables. Again, specifically rest height, uh, 
you know, train it first and move it, move it to first in the training session. Again, you don't have to do that every time you train your delts, but at least once a week, you want to get it earlier in your training session. And then improve your technique and execution of, of the movement, right? First, do those things um, for, you know, a, fa- a training cycle or two and see what happens. Um, I guarantee you, you'll see some pretty good growth there uh, before you just go into increasing your, your training volume, right? Now, so you do those things for a training cycle or two, still not seeing the growth you want. Then look at starting to increase how many days a week you train your delts or sorry, let me, that's my next point I want to make. So I'm kind of jumping the gun here. Increase how much you're training um, the volume that you're doing for your delts, right? So, you know, don't just go straight into like, okay, let's say you're doing eight sets per week. You know, don't go straight into 16 sets. You know, maybe you do eight sets per week. um, So then you add in one to two sets per week. And then, and then try that, right. Rather than going from eight sets to, you know, 16 sets, you know, that's a little bit too much there off the bat. So slowly, slowly increase. Okay. Um, and the next thing you can do is increase the frequency. So if you only train your delts one to two times per week, you know, you could look at increasing to two to three times per week. Um, and again, this can be an easy way to add in a little extra volume. I think the benefit of increasing frequency is you do get to add in a little bit more training volume. So that's a way to add in more volume, but you could also um, just add an extra day um, and that could be uh, helpful there. So like if you're doing say eight sets per week and you have that in one training session, maybe you split it up between two sessions, right? Or maybe you're doing eight sets, you want to add in 10. So then you do three, three, three or something like that, right? Um, That can be uh, helpful there as, as well too. So again, increase the volume and or frequency. So those are the five tips. But I do have two more bonus ones. So first bonus one is don't neglect the rear delts. Now, I was under the impression for a while that's like, oh, hey, you know, I want to do specific like rear delt kind of isolation work, like a lot of like reverse flies, things like that. I don't do that much anymore in my training. It's again, learning how kind of how to do my back has changed that. So like, again, if you have your elbows kind of flared up a little bit more, um, rather than like right next to you to directly by your sides that can hit the rear delts a little bit more. So I think it's just making sure you do enough pulling movement that again, is going to have those kind of elbows flared out just a little bit more. Um, and that can be super helpful there to your rear delts. And again, that's just going to give your shoulder that, that kind of, uh, 3d look. And that's going to, again, now you hit your front delts with your pressing, you're, you're hitting more of the side delts here with, um, the, what I talked about today, and then you make sure, you know, you're doing your rowing stuff um, with elbows flared out a little bit more, and that's going to hit your rear delts. And then the last kind of bonus thing here is intensity techniques. So a couple ones that um, I have been experimenting with in my training is rest pause. So slash mile reps. So basically with this, it's just going to be something where um, you do your last set and rest for 20 to 30 seconds, and then try to get as, uh, you know, about three to five reps after taking a little bit of a rest. So you go to failure on that last set, rest for 20 to 30 seconds, try to get three to five reps, maybe get a little bit more than that. That can be a way to add in a little bit extra training volume without having to add in like full sets. Okay. So rest, pause, mile rep sets can be helpful. Um, then we can do some partials too. Okay. So, uh, for example, let's say you're doing that wrist tight cable lateral raise. What you could do there is you go to failure on that last set. And then after that, you just try to get like one to five partials or something like that. And again, basically what's going on there is you are training, you're getting more training in that maybe you can't get the weight all the way up, right? But at the top, we know that that the muscle is a little bit more shortened. Um, and we know that that's not necessarily the most effective uh, part of the range of motion for muscle growth where that length and position is. 
at the bottom. So if you can get a few partials in that bottom, you're hitting that uh, uh, more effective kind of range of motion there. So that can be a way to add in more volume. So doing some some partials can be helpful there. Um, and again, you don't want to do these all the time, but that can be super helpful. And then just doing some sort of superset as well, too, where, you know, um, one superset I have in my training right now is um, lateral raises uh, with the dumbbell. Um, again, really focusing on that top portion of the lift, not going coming all the way down, really focusing on that shortened position and then going straight into wrist height cable lateral raise where we do a little bit more uh, length and work there. So that can be another option there and some intensity techniques that you can add in to help with your shoulder training. So. That's it. Let me know if you guys have any questions um, and hopefully this helps with your shoulder training and I will talk to you guys next week. Thank you for listening. If you want more free content like this, follow me on Instagram at JeffH91 underscore or visit jhhealth.net. See you next time.